You're listening to Geeks Unleashed, a podcast that covers what's current in the world of pop culture. I'm Mark Brassington, and I'm in London. And I'm Jasmine in Texas. Hello, welcome to Geeks Unleashed. This is episode 84. As usual, I'm Mark. And I'm Jasmine. So for those of you that are watching us on YouTube, first of all, thank you so much. Uh, If you could also subscribe to our channel and like this video, that would be lovely. Also, leave us a comment. Let us know what it is you're looking forward to in 2022. And if you are listening on your preferred podcast platform, we appreciate that as well. We would also love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser. 100% like, comment, review, share, do all those things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Come on, show us some love. And uh, well, yeah. And if you're so inclined, obviously, um, drop us some cash. Yeah. We have, you can buy (laughs) us a comic, buy us a coffee. Uh, we, we spend a lot of our own money on comics, so we would appreciate an assist every now and then. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you say, second episode into the year, I think we were a little bit slower off the mark. Uh, it was a. It's all good. Stressful. Coming off the holidays, man. Sometimes yeah, you need of... a slow ramp up back into reality. It was a bit of a, bit of a weird time. Like, so I think December is always like so busy and crazy and then january is always so moody and gloomy and well so uh <laughs> bring on bring on the sun which you guys have all year round in texas but we'll... yeah yeah i mean it's cold outside but it was a very sunny gorgeous beautiful day today yeah i mean there was sun here today actually it was all right like uh <laughs> it wasn't warm but it was sunny um <laughs> like we're probably not expecting any warm until the end of march or something like that so but anyway, um, so we didn't really catch up properly last week, so we kind of had a bit of a different kind of episode. Not everybody's flavor, I'm sure, but we thought it was. Yeah, we thought it was good. Well, we thought it was appropriate. It was timely. So, um, but over the Christmas period, or even the last few weeks, what have you been watching? Uh, not as much as I thought I would have been. Honestly, yeah. I, yeah. I finally, after the series ended. Uh, well, the first season ended. Um, I finally started Tokyo Revengers, uh, mm-hmm. which is an anime um, on Crunchyroll that is about this guy who is like this kind of loser, just goes from job to job, has a crappy apartment, has no friends. Um, somehow, miraculously goes back in time to when he was like a delinquent in a gang. And uh, it is now his job to alter the future and he has to save a few kids lives so that the future that he is currently living does not actually happen um so it has like this sci-fi element but like that honestly has like nothing to do with the plot like it's not it doesn't feel like a sci-fi series at all it, it just very much feels like i don't know like it just a crazy wild coming of age story of these delinquent kids that are just trying to find their way in Tokyo. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, of course, everybody's been talking about it. It's already ended. I'm like halfway through. I actually didn't finish it. Um, and then the other thing that I did finish, I finally, it's sometimes like I forget I have Netflix and I spend so much time in my anime apps. Um, so I watched The Silent Sea on Netflix, which is a Korean series, um, which stars one of my favorite Korean actors, Gong Yoo. He is very very handsome 
case anyone is wondering. Um, <laughs> so hey, I, I, I was wondering. I was I'm sure wondering. you were. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't want to call you out, but like, j- just so you know, he's very. That good was looking. the first thing I thought of. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. Like, is he good looking? Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm definitely going to yes. go. I'm definitely yes, going to go hit Netflix up later. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what I look for: attractive <laughs> men in all my shows. So. Oh man. Anyway, like it's to me, it's a. Uh, it's like old school sci-fi. It's it is set in the future in on an earth where water has become this commodity that is rationed by like class, a class system. Um yeah. and Korea has this moon base where they had been doing research on this moon base and then suddenly there was a radiation leak. But they send a team to the moon base to retrieve the research data. Well, it turns out they were creating water or there was water on the moon but the moon water is like bad i don't know it's it has all the elements of like old school sci-fi like aliens and and that kind of stuff without the aliens so there's so much tension there's a lot of drama there's a lot of i oh, it was just good it was really really it was really slow but like the action and the tension really pull you along it's only 8 episodes long um but it was it was a really interesting premise, and I would actually love to see if it gets a second season, like where they go after the events of the first season happen. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend anybody that's a sci-fi fan. Uh, the Silent Sea is definitely worth a watch on Netflix. That sounds very interesting. I like the idea of getting to the moon and all that. Like I love sci-fi and space, and yeah, like, and it's got attractive men. So you know, yeah, of course. More, more, more I mean, it's a win-win-win, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, space, it kind of reminds sci-fi. me of Resident Evil. Like you know how they go back to like Raccoon City and they're trying to figure mm. out like why all those scientists died. It yeah. it has a very Resident Evil feel, but like no monsters and no zombies. So they managed to get that same like scary feeling without actually having the scary things. Mm-hmm. So I, I was pretty impressed by the way that they were able to kind of capture that feeling while I was watching it without actually having those jump scares. Yeah, I, I will add it to the long list of things <laughs> I've to work through. So I didn't even get a chance to watch Lost in Space yet. Like, oh, I know, so. I know. That was next on my list. And then it was like life got in the way. So, yeah. I oh, know, I know. It's been quite busy over the last few weeks. And um, yeah, Lost in Space. Well, actually, I actually did watch the first episode of season three. Okay. Uh, and then I just just didn't watch anymore <laughs> so, um i don't watch as much i think you probably watch more than me actually i normally use christmas as a bit of time to catch up but yeah. that that just didn't happen well so. based on our episode at the end of the year you were supposed to be we were going to change your name to the benger right because you yeah, were supposed, yeah. there was so much stuff you were going to read and so much stuff you're going to watch uh, none of that happened so, <laughs> like, uh, it all got thrown out the window um so yeah and no, i i didn't really read anything to be honest um i did watch so i watched uh, i went back and sort of caught up on legacies so mm-hmm. the the vampire diaries spin-off i the last time i'd watched that i was like halfway through season two or something and that was before covid like two two and a half years ago something like that yeah. so i finished season two and i've almost finished season three um so i'm just getting there with that mm-hmm it's not great like yeah yeah <laughs> like, to the surprise uh, of no one <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's kind of was like i put it on more because it was like easy watching so mm-hmm. i wasn't really up for anything particularly complicated 
Um, and it's not complicated. It's not stressful. It's, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's what it is, really. I, I kind of, I don't really... Sometimes you need that stuff though. Like you yeah, need yeah. this stuff that you can watch where it's like, you just leave your brain somewhere else. <laughs> just like sit on the couch and veg out. You know, it's, it's all right. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to be like, I don't know, you put it on social media, like watch this show. Like, it's just, <laughs> I'm not like whenever I put something on, it's never normally watched <laughs> vampire diaries or the legacies or the originals or whatever. Do you know what, though? The vampire diaries was good. I, especially the first, few seasons i loved i think because it went on a little bit it, mm -hmm. unfortunately it's the same with all of these shows like they go on too yeah. long sometimes um but no i i do love the vampire diaries but anyway um the other thing i started watching i'm only like five or six episodes into season one of power oh yeah uh, have you watched it yes the all original i haven't watched any of the spinoffs so no but have you seen all six seasons then? Oh wow! Yeah, no, no. Okay, so I've yeah. started watching season one. I'm halfway through, yeah, halfway through season one. I think around episode five or six. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Like I've been wanting to watch it for ages, but yeah, finally put it on. Power is so week. good. Yeah, it's you could, but you know, like each episode's an hour, right? But yeah. like, so much happens. Like, yes, an hour. Like yes. sometimes you're like you kind of forget this. Like that it's on if you're not 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 forget that it's on, but like kind of forget how long it's been on for. Yeah. Uh because so much happens. Suddenly you're like the tiles have come up. You're like, oh my god, it's been an hour. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really good show. Like it's so well done. What I like actually is, although some of the actors seem familiar, I mean obviously mm -hmm. 50 Cent's like the biggest person in it, but um I don't I like the fact that not a lot of them are famous. Or, or they're not to me anyway. I didn't really know many of the cast. I, mean, going I would in. think Omari Hardwick would be more famous than Fifty Cent. I didn't really know them that well. Like from, I can't think that I'd seen. Maybe I have seen them and stuff, but I just. Oh, the last thing you saw Omari in was a uh, Army of Army of the Dead. He was yeah. he was Dieter's best friend. Uh, I've even forgotten that to be honest. But like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did, but yeah. So, um, but anyway, like I just meant, like none of them, no one in there, kind of. You know how you get some people that are like, um, you know, like when you you're watching something and you're kind of just there that you know them more as the actor. Like um, I don't know Denzel Washington or someone like that. I like mm -hmm. the fact that these are for me not people that I particularly am fond of from another show. If mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like so. But yeah, no, I I think it's really good. So there is one thing that me and you both watched together, not not together together, but like we both watched it. Um, Matrix Four over Christmas. Yeah, that was uh, uh, that was a thing that we watched. <laughs> I just I have no idea what they were trying to do with that movie, and like. I don't want to say I disliked it, but oh, I do. I, I, <laughs> it's I just, a bad film. It's a I bad know. movie. I, it was. Why was it trying to be so meta? I don't. What What was What was the point of that? I didn't. That annoyed me too. Like the fact they're re referencing Warner Brothers and the previous Matrixes, yeah. as if they as if they were movies or something, or TV or games or what. I don't, I don't even know. Well, they like, were talking about it as video games because what's yeah, his yeah, face a video, was a video yeah. game. Neo is like a video game director or creator yeah, yeah. now, and it's just like it was so weird because they spend so much of the movie like replaying scenes from the other films, but oh, with no, different characters, and it's like. 
why are we doing I it, it, it I, I don't I don't know it this the other ones like were a lot to think about a lot to digest uh and I think that at the time they they really took on a different kind of meaning but this one maybe this one just went over my head like I don't I did not understand what they were trying to accomplish with doing it the way that they did at all probably probably the original intention was to make loads of money and obviously came out a bad time (laughs) so or maybe HBO Max just wanted it to boost their their app or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know either. I uh, like the new characters were very forgettable. Like the only new character that really kind of jumped off the oh. screen, other than Neil Patrick Harris. But like the only other guy is the guy who played uh, Smith. Oh, the uh, I, I like the um, I forgot the name. The actress from Iron Fist. Oh yeah, uh, Henwick. Yeah, 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 Jessica Henwick. Yeah. Jessica Henwick. Uh, yeah, so she was really good. Actually, she was probably the best part about the movie. But then it started making me more think, do you know what? Maybe they should have been brave enough to have done a reboot with following without without um, Keanu Reeves. And, um, like, you know, still set it in the future. 60 years have passed since Neo died. Mm-hmm. You know, may- maybe they could have just referenced them. Like, and almost been like a new trilogy of a new, but you know, maybe the machine's you know, didn't free all the humans like they like the deal, but they maybe they made a like a peace treaty, but they but they were still like, yeah, okay, we're not going to kill you all, but we're still going to leave you in here. I don't know, yeah. like, so I, I don't know. The one thing I really disliked more than anything was the Morpheus, like AI yeah, making thing. Morpheus like, a program, like that was. Who I, cares? I don't. Like, I, what is happening? What is happening here? Like, that's just all I kept thinking. I was like, what? It was so weird. I've never watched a movie where it felt so familiar, but it was so different. Like, it was just like, and even when they brought out Jada Pinkett, I was like, I love that they brought you back, but like, uh, I am confused. Like, first of all, how did, what, what happened to Zion? Like, why are we in this whole other city? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what is happening? I don't, I don't know. That's, that was, that was what I kept saying over and over and over again. Like, what is happening? (laughs) If what, I was going to rate it, happening? like, I know we're not reviewing it, but if I was going to rate it, it'd be like a one out of five. Dang, that low? Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Oh, it's a bad I'd film. probably give it like a two and a half. No, no, it's a terrible, terrible film. <laughs> I'd never watch so, it again. I'm going to actually, if I ever rewatch the original three movies, I'm going to pretend that fourth one just never happened. Oh, yeah, so, and they brought that French guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He yeah, wasn't the, the key guy. maker, but he was like... Oh, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, I know I what you mean. Yeah, that. but yeah, they that. brought him back too. I was just like, oh, "What are we doing?" That I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Plus, I don't like, think that I don't think they knew what they were doing. And it took Neo so long to like find himself. Oh, which, it took Trinity even longer. She well, didn't become Trinity like the last ten minutes. Good God, that was. Can you please stop calling me Tiffany? I fucking hate that name. Like that was really <laughs> one of the best lines in the film. But it was like it, it's too late for that. Like you guys wasted all this opportunity to have like a badass Trinity, and now, now, like as the movie is ending, we finally get a badass Trinity. Uh, I don't know. I did. Did I hate it? No. Would I like you? Would I watch it again? No. So. <laughs> Would it, you was, recommend it was very it? <laughs> no i would not uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. if you are like a matrix fan like sure like just so you can say that you have seen all of the matrices uh but other than that no i was confused i'm sorry 
just over my head. (laughs) Oh, I I think I got most of it, but I was just like, this is just awful. So, yeah, I mean, it was interesting that they went with love, like that love is the, it is the thing that can overtake the machines, which on the one hand, that makes sense because machines don't have the ability to love anything. Um, Mm. So I guess that is what will continue to make humans human. Um, So I guess that's a good message. Like, yay, love. (laughs) Yes, that's that's my takeaway from Matrix Resurrections. Yay, love. There you go. That's that's what I'll leave it at. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so let's jump into our news. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, since we've already talked about, you know, a reboot, remaster, redo, redux, re, I don't know what you call Matrix Resurrections. Anyway, speaking of resurrecting things that were long dead, Justified is coming back. So I think it's been like six or eight years since uh, Justified ended. I cannot believe it has been that long. Yeah. Uh, six seasons, it ran on FX. It was a fan fantastic series it is probably one of my all-time top five most likely justified is brilliant top five tv series of all time like justified was so good the music Mm -hmm. fantastic all of the actors the guest actors that they came on each season and of course cynthia oliphant like everything about justified is great um so when we left justified uh, Raylan and his ex did not get back together. Raylan nope. moved all the way to Miami, which was where the series kind of started. He got sent from Miami to Kentucky. Um, so it is based on the Elmore Leonard book, uh, City Primeval. Wait, that's not the full title of the book. Hold on. Uh, the full title of the book is City Primeval High Noon in Detroit. So basically the series is going to pick up with Raylan in Miami. Um, Some things go wrong. He winds up following the trail. He finds himself in Detroit. So we're going to get a whole new setting. Um, Basically the summary says, having left the hollers of Kentucky eight years ago, Raylan Givens now lives in Miami, a walking anachronism, balancing his life as a U.S. marshal and a part-time father of a 14-year-old girl. His hair is grayer, his hat is dirtier, and the road in front of him is suddenly a lot shorter than the road behind him. So a chance encounter on a desolate Florida highway sends him to Detroit, where he crosses paths with a Clement Mansell, a.k.a. the Oklahoma wild man. What a name. Um, A violent sociopathic desperado who already slipped through the fingers of Detroit's finest and aims to do so again. Mansell's lawyer is a formidable Motor City native. Her name is Carolyn Wilder. Um, She has every intention of representing her client, even as she finds herself caught between cop and criminal. So that almost sounds like we got a love triangle that they're trying to make happen there. We'll see. Uh, With her own game afoot as well. So these three characters set out on a collision course in a classic Elmore Leonard novel fashion. So I'm all in. Timothy Oliphant's coming back. I'm watching it. Like, I don't really care what else the, the plot says or who else they bring into this. It would be nice to have some like returning faces. Like if they could find a way to get Boyd Crowder in this series oh, and good. bring yeah. Walton Goggins back, like hell yes, that would be freaking amazing. Cause 
Boyd Crowder was the second best thing about Justified. <laughs> oh, honestly, yeah. Like, if they can bring a way to bring Boyd back, like, but yeah. I don't reckon they'll announce everything all in one go because they haven't even seen when it's coming out. So, yeah, it, uh, they, they'll somehow try and get him back. Oh, yeah. Like, even, Definitely. Even if it's just for like one episode or something. Even like if that. it's, yeah, like, if it's just Raylan visiting him in prison or something, or he gets yeah. out of prison and finds himself in Detroit because he can't go back to Kentucky. I don't know. I have no oh, that, idea. You can imagine that's how like the, ser- the series might. I'd say it's a mini series, right? But you know what it's like. If it's popular mm. enough, they'll bring it back, right? So it'd be pretty cool if like it ends maybe with Walt getting out, like, and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, where's where's it? When's it coming back? When's it coming back?" Oh man, you can you can imagine something like that. Like he really is uh, one of the best bad guys like in TV history because oh, he Justified. he walked that line between like friend and foe so well. Oh man, mm. Justified. If if you've never seen it now is your time to catch up so that you can watch this one as well. Like it just, it does not disappoint. It, it is written so well. It is very much like shoot 'em up style. Kind of like, it's like, it's almost like a modern Western is, is the best way to describe justified. Oh, literally like justified. So good. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. Do you know, what? I, I was, <laughs> I was like the other day I was writing down like all my favorite TV series. Like, and, um, I forgot to add justified on it. I've just put it on there now. So I was trying to, I was trying to like, so I've written down, this is of my favorite ever shows, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Lost, Fringe, The Wire, The Walking Dead and Justified. Okay. All right. So, I would think some of my top shows would definitely be like Black Sails, Justified. So I've not seen Black Sails yet. Spartacus. I've not seen Spartacus either. Homicide, Life on the Streets. No, I'm not so saying good. that. Fantastic. Um, but yes, I I would like to put Dexter on, but only probably the first sort. Yeah, of- yeah. Dexter would definitely <laughs> have to have an asterisk because, like, you could what? not put season eight, and then you shouldn't put this last season either. Oh no, the the new miniseries. Mm-hmm. No, I know I like the new miniseries. The new miniseries was a vast improvement over. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. Oh no, it's really it. good. Oh, you started it, the new blood. Yeah, I've started. I haven't finished. Oh no! It. Oh no! It's much better. Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I don't want to say anymore if you've not finished it. <laughs> but you should definitely finish it. So, hurry up and finish it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I can't say anymore. The ending is. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Not what I expected, but. <laughs> but anyway, so. More coming back stuff. Quantum yes. Leap after 30 years is back. How like, many years? That's like something like 30 years. Like it's crazy, right? So yeah. um I've written down a couple of bits here. So it's apparently coming back from the people that are running the series The Bria. Um, are you watching that? Yeah, I have watched that. Yeah. It's it's like rubbish, like but addictive. Like okay. So, like, it's bad TV, but like enjoyable bad TV. Yeah, I know. I love it. Like, literally every episode, I like every episode I watched straight away. Like every episode I was like watching because I was hooked. I was hooked on it, but it's like really cheaply made. Oh, okay. terrible show. Like, <laughs> and um, but like it was really addictive. I did like it. Like the acting isn't great either. Um, well, you know, Raven Givens is wife or ex-wife is the she's in, in the Brea. Brea. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 she's not very strong in it um unfortunately but anyway so it's from the showrunners of labria which 
you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm watching the Bria and I will watch season two. Apparently, there is going to be one. Uh, Stephen Lillian and Brian Windbrandt. Um, anyway, so they're attached to Rye and produce alongside <coughs> um, Blind Spots creator Martin Giro. Um, anyway, and also the original Quantum Leap creator uh, Don Bellarisio uh, is also Belisario. That's Rosario. the guy that does NCIS. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And also with um, co-creator Deborah Pratt, uh, who also was the uh, sorry, co-narrator, sorry, uh, she obviously narrated it as well. Anyway, so what happened was over 30 years ago, Sam Beckett stepped into the uh, accelerator and vanished. And as we know that he then jumped back and forth through time within his own lifetime, the series went on for five years show ended with Sam never returning home. Unfortunately, Dean Stockwell passed away fairly recently. Um, I've been hoping literally the last 30 years that one day they would somehow bring them back, like that somehow they would go and get him. Like I always thought if they brought, the longer time went on, I always thought the longer it went on that Sam would take on more of a a backseat role, Uh like, and they would have a younger person do the leap in. So I'd kind of been hoping that like, maybe like Dean, um, would go and get Sam and then Sam would then have to do the leap bit or would do the hologram bit that, that you know, that, that Dean Stockwell's character did. Mm-hmm. But anyway, apparently it's going to be a complete sort of reboot, a new team, restarting the project, and oh. which I'm really annoyed about is that Scott Bakula is apparently not even attached to the show. So it's like good news and bad news. So yeah. I, I'm really pleased that Quantum Leap's coming back. But you're torn because it's not the people that you want it to be. No, no, they're bringing back the idea of it. They're just not bringing back the the people. Like, and and that's the way they've gone wrong here. Like, they should have made the show like 15, 20 years ago when we had Steen Stockwell still alive and young and and Sam Beckett, you know, as well. Like, I don't know if they have to bring Scott Bakula into the show somehow. They're possible that there's going to be like a cameo or something or like maybe at the end of the first season like that's what these new kids find is they find sam yeah i mean that's yeah that's gotta be they've got to do something yeah they've got they can't and then maybe that'll be the second season like these kids but but the kids are not looking for sam like he's like in the back of their mind but they're doing whatever they're doing and then they happen to come across sam and then in the second season it's like Okay, Sam, we're gonna take you home. And he's like, "No, I am home." And they're like, "No, no, we're get, like your your real home." And he's gonna be like, "No, no, I'm home. I'm good." And then it'll be something like that. I like they'll the have to help him that, remember why he was leaping in the first place. I think because the thing is, I think they're missing the whole thing was that it was the dynamic between mm-hmm. Dean Stockwell and Scott Bakula. Like, okay, I love the sci-fi part of it, but it was the the chemistry between the two people. But anyway, okay, so I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I I will watch it and then pass judgment, but I won't be happy if Scott Bakula doesn't show up at some point. I won't be pleased. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, we will see indeed. But <laughs> anyway, so we'll move into our main event, which is dun, our, dun. our most anticipated of 2022. So just a so far. So asterisk this a little bit. Not everything is always announced like straight yeah. away at the beginning of every year, yeah. especially comics. Um, Not everybody is like Marvel and DC where they push. I mean, they release their schedule for the next five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, 
but yeah, we'll just flip between each other as we go. Um, I'll be honest, I think me and you, me and Jasmine, sorry, we're, we're kind of on the same boat that there wasn't really that many comics that they've kind of announced so far for the year that we're that interested in so far. Yeah. Um, At least for uh, me, not in the traditional sense. That may change though, because like a lot of the comic book companies don't really announce that many. They, they might announce the odd thing later in the year, but you hear about it more two mm-hmm. to three months ahead rather than, you know, well, this is what's coming out in December next year or this yeah. year or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, there is one thing I'm particularly looking forward to because I've heard a lot of good press about it last year. So it's a bit of a cheat. It, it did come out yeah. last year in single issue format, but the graphic novel is coming out soon. I think I'm going to put this on my list too. Robbie yeah. talks about this one a lot. I know, I know. Oh, and Verno from Three Rose. Yeah. Like, to be honest, everybody was talking about this. So The Many Deaths of Later Star by Ram V and Philippe uh, Andrade. I don't know how you say that. Um, anyway, but I've heard a lot of good things about this. And it's from Boom Studios. It's five issues. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't really know. I, I've deliberately tried to stay away from hearing too much about it. Mm-hmm. Like, um but I've just heard so many people talking about how brilliant this was. Yeah, Robbie from PCP and Therno from Three Rows. And I've heard a lot of people talking about how good this was. Yeah. So that that for me, I just can't wait to get the graphic novel and sit down and read it. So that's that's one thing I'm particularly excited about for comics, that is. And what's your other one? Uh, the other one I am looking forward to is, so the first issue, I think it comes out this week, actually. So Ben Riley's Spider-Man miniseries. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, as you know, I'm a big Ben Riley fan. Uh, yes. Love, love, love the... I I did think the Clone Saga in the 90s was a mess. Like, I, you know, I, that's when I first came into comics was in the 90s. And the Clone Saga was, I think, very badly planned. And when it just went on way too long. It should have been a lot tighter, maybe done over like 12 months or something like that. But I think in the beginning it sold well. Mm-hmm. So Marvel, you know, as as companies do, they're like, oh, this is selling well. So we'll, we'll extend make it. More. Yeah, we'll make more. We'll make yeah. more. More clones, <laughs> more clones, more clones, more comics. You of know, course. Um, and then it just got out of hand and became a mess. And in the end, actually, the numbers of comics like go down and the sales get down. And so, but anyway, but one of the things I did love was actually the character of Ben Riley. I was quite a fan of Ben Riley, and I was really disappointed in the nineties when they killed Ben Riley off. So I was very pleased when Ben Riley recently returned and is currently in the main Amazing Spider-Man title, um, which is sort of got this beyond storyline at the moment. But anyway, this mini series is actually set back in the <coughs> 90s and by some of the creators from the 90s as well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I'm just really looking forward to picking this up actually. I'm I'm really excited, you know, huge Ben Riley fan. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Now I don't know much about Ben Riley at all, but yeah. You are literally the only person that I've ever heard say that Ben Riley is your favorite Spider-Man. No, he's not my favorite. I still okay. love Peter Parker, but I do also like the character of Ben Riley. I know a lot of people do crap on Ben Riley, like, but I like him as a character. Like, yeah. I don't think he's everybody's favorite. I think you um, like Ben Riley so much because that was your first introduction to Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I came in around that time. Yeah, I came in around yeah. the time of the club. Yeah, that probably is it. Like, you know, I walked in mm-hmm. to the comic book comic book shop. I remember in um Staines, it was a comic book shop called Universal Comics. And um, like literally that was what was going on at the time. Ben Riley was the the main Spider-Man, <laughs> so to speak. So yeah, no, that's probably just true. Like my memories of Sort of being 14 years old in a comic book shop and picking up um, yeah. 
Ben Riley as a as Spider Man, and yeah, that, that probably is true. It's sort of linked to nostalgia for me. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I so. actually don't have any. Well, okay, not that, totally true. There are some digital comics that I am looking forward to. Um, so I'm gonna, as usual, be the weird one, and I'm gonna pull up the webtoons front, like. <laughs> I am a big fan of web comics and I have been reading a lot of them um, in the past two years. Mm-hmm. And last year was actually the first time that I bought a subscription into one of these digital services. I bought a monthly subscription into Manta Comics or Manta Comics. Um, and like many, many, many other people, one of the things that I am very much looking forward to this year, which it's kind of cheating because it started like, I think on the 31st of December, but I'm going to still call it for 2022. Uh, the return of their original series, it's called Under the Oak Tree. Um, and it stars, <laughs> stars, geez. <laughs> uh, it is about like this knight, his name is Riften. He marries this daughter of a duke that no one really thinks much about her name is Maxie. she has a stuttering problem everybody just kind of writes her off as like this nobody um and it turns out it's this really really cool story of both of those characters kind of coming into their own but also like they were forced into this arranged marriage and so they're living together and they don't know anything about each other it's it's a whole thing uh it is very much like along the lines of like a romance comic but it, it has great artwork um it has a really sweet story and it has a really good looking lead so hey i'm sold so under the oak tree on manta is kind of what i'm excited about so far um as far as paper now there's a manga that i've been reading uh <laughs> it is a series called sweat and soap and it started a while ago but this year is the final volume and i am really bummed about that because i love these character story um so sweat and soap is about a woman who works for this uh they're sort of like a they're a soap factory or manufacturer um she is in the accounting department she the the head uh sort of designer of the soaps or the guy who comes up with all the fragrances for the soaps falls in love with her um they have this really quirky relationship and it basically just kind of is the story of how they go from people that don't even know each other that work in the same company to to uh like in a relationship then they get engaged and then the final volume is them getting married i am not ready for it to end they are a very sweet couple i enjoy them very much and it is very much kind of one of those stories that is based in reality. It's not over the top. It's not, you know, there's nobody jumping off buildings. There's no demons. There's none of that. It's just adults trying to figure out how to make a relationship work. Um, and it's just, it's, they're really sweet characters. It's hard not to fall in love with, with the characters. They're also doing a live action series of this. Uh, I think that's going to be coming out in Japan this year actually um so actually kind of excited to see what that ends up looking like but yeah so sweat and soap volume 11 looking forward to reading that it is already out i have ordered my copy i have not received it yet um but uh that is the other sort of comic i am looking forward to reading this year i 
don't read any manga at all. Uh, <laughs> so, but I do like what you said though about the sort of like I do. I've read occasionally stories that are set in real world that aren't supernatural superheroes mm. and like. Uh, well, I mean, we slice read, of life. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I do quite like those. You know, even that sometimes I just watch a drama on TV because sometimes yeah. it's just something a bit more normal. So. Yes, exactly. Um, right, we're going to jump into TV series now. Oh. Like. There's a lot out this year, and yeah. um, un- unlike comics, they kind of you, you know more what's coming. Unlike movies as well, you know roughly what's coming out. And mm-hmm. TV is obviously in your house, so there's no worries about going to the cinema and COVID and stuff yeah. like that. So um, you know things don't normally get pushed around. Is what I'm saying, unless it's unless it's because they haven't finished making it because of COVID. But yeah. um, anyway, so. Um, the first show I'm going to mention is one I'm really excited about, Anson Mount, uh, who is brilliant as Pike in Star Trek. <laughs> uh, honestly, so deserved a spin-off in Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I am really excited for this. Like, he was so good as Pike. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, the show Discovery has no way been as good since he left. Like, the first two seasons of Discovery were really good, mm-hmm. and I have to say Discovery's kind of not as good like i wouldn't say it's because of anson melt i'm just not sure they really know what they're doing now yeah. um uh and it i have not helped. caught up i think yeah. we didn't we cover the premiere was it of season, season three? three yeah okay yeah. yeah so that's that's as far as i got season three isn't very good um <laughs> <laughs> way to sell it mark <laughs> It isn't. Uh, season one and two of Discovery is really good. Mm-hmm. Season three of Discovery is very, not very good. <laughs> um, I was going to say worse words, but like, it's not very good. Um, I'm going to carry on with season four and hope in the chance that it rejuvenates itself. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest trouble with season four is, um, and it's where it kind of went during season three. Also named the main girl. Um, Michael Burnham. Michael, yeah, yeah. She's now the captain. She's not a captain. Like, no, she's not captain material. Why? I don't know. She's like the rogue. She's like the Wolverine. She shouldn't be the leader. Like, she, you know, for me, she's like the badass who just you know doesn't you know who goes or you know you know what i mean she's just she's more she's more solo minded it's like her her she obviously wants to save everybody and do yeah. really well and and you know save the team and all that but she's very driven solo like very mm-hmm. much she is she is like the wolverine if you know what i mean of the team and now she's the captain maybe maybe this is part of the journey maybe during season four we'll get to see her change from being solo minded to team player um but i quite liked it when she was like the badass who goes and steals the ship and jumps off the back and then goes and does what she wants like i thought that was better and having a strong captain in charge to kind of work with her who kind of would more see her point of view but also they would kind of be the team player that's kind of the dynamic i quite liked but now she's the captain i'm like so know. you're saying you don't like her being diplomatic. You like her better as like the. I prefer as like the badass. Yeah, yeah. like you know. Like, <laughs> I liked like, when Michelle Yeoh was captain. Like she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she a was really good, good too, captain. Yeah, yeah. But to be honest, I think even the guy I forgot his name who was in season one who turned out to be a bad guy. I thought he was a good captain too. You know, um, mm-hmm. he was from the from the other 
dimension or whatever the yeah. um the mirror universe oh yeah jason isaacs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anyway come back to what i was saying i love the fact that we're going to get to see anson mount as pike and spock and everybody and i'm assuming this is probably going to go on for a few years but lead up to and finish where the original series started so mm, yeah um this will probably go on for five or six years but yeah i'm really looking forward to this so anyway we talked more about discovery then than we did actually <laughs> that but <laughs> um anyway my other two shows are going to be on Disney Plus. So She-Hulk is something I'm looking forward to. Don't know that right, much about right. it, but um, obviously... But Tatiana is fantastic, so... That's what I was about to say, that, that is one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to it, because... Um, oh, crap, I've forgotten the name. What's that show? The one she's in? Oh, Orphan Black. In. Yeah, Orphan Black. Orphan Black's flipping amazing. Honestly, that... Actually, I should probably put that down on my bloody list of shows. Her you know, I've acting... never watched that. Oh, honestly, her acting skills, like seeing I know, her play, she plays like, like a million and a half people. Well, but mainly like five. Yeah. Um, mainly like five. But yeah, obviously you do see some variations along the way as well. But Although I, I have seen, okay, now that's what, I've seen a few episodes. The Russian was my favorite. I cannot remember her name. Oh, I can't remember. I'm terrible at names. Um, but she, like that character that Tatiana played, like that was my favorite of all of her characters was the Russian. Oh. Oh yeah, I, honestly, just so good. Like, she could easily now just get cast in anything because she just showed such a variety from like the soccer mom to the badass, like to the, you know, like the Russian, you know, whatever it was. Uh, she played the, um, she had a scientist character as well. She played that. Honestly, it was just her acting skills were so good. It's one of the things I think I said to you was it disappointed me that that it was one person playing all these different roles because it was like when you saw them on stage at like comic cons it was just one person on stage i kind of like <laughs> yeah, of i kind of wanted i wanted like all five or six of them to come out and sit on stage I'm yeah like, oh, it's a shame they're not real like as in like the actresses you should have so. just put like all nine chairs out on the stage and then she just moved chairs for the different <laughs> characters that they have <laughs> questions for oh that would have been brilliant but anyway <laughs> i think she's gonna be amazing in she hulk and obviously yeah. um you know, the Hulk will be in there too. So it kind of, some of the pictures they've released make me think it's going to have like a sort of an 80s feel to it, like like the original TV series. That's only my thoughts, so I don't know. But um, I know there was a tiny little snippet of a trailer, but I, I'm looking forward to it. So, but the other show, the one probably the one I'm most looking forward to is the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series. So like, are you only saying that after this last episode of Boba Fett? I haven't seen it. Okay. Oh, have you seen it? No. Oh. Has something happened? No. Are you lying to me? <laughs> no. <laughs> behind. I'm behind. <laughs> I'm like two weeks behind. I watched the first episode, then I haven't watched two and three. Okay. Oh, is, it th- is it the third one's come out already? Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't watched it. I, 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 now know you're, I now know you're lying to me now. Um <laughs> Like, anyway, that's annoying. Like, so, I haven't watched uh, it either, though. So but you, but I know that you've obviously seen something. Anyway, just um, pictures. Like, okay, but yes, I am. I was already looking forward to it before you attempted to ruin it for me. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think Ewan McGregor is brilliant. Like he was on the yeah. best things about the um, prequel trilogy, and there wasn't a lot good about the prequel trilogy, but he was one of the best things in it. Um, <laughs> What I'm liking is, or what I'm looking forward to is, I'm hoping that this will be Obi-Wan Kenobi still, Ewan McGregor, but kind of 
handled well, a bit like we saw with Andrew Garfield. Um, spoilers uh, for No Way Home here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen No Way Home, sorry. Um, <laughs> but Andrew Garfield in No Way Home was handled much better. It actually made me really appreciate him as Spider-Man. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. this will do the same with Obi-Wan Kenobi in better hands. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see a really good miniseries. I think the in better hands is the key there. Yes, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, TV series for you. All right. So for me, it has already started, but I have not started it yet. I am very much looking forward to Peacemaker because John Cena's character, Peacemaker, was so freaking hilarious in Suicide Squad, or excuse me, in The Suicide Squad. The Suicide um, Squad. Yes, very, very important distinction there, people. The... Um, it just seems like so much fun. It's, it looks so different than the tone that we're used to from DC. So mm-hmm. I am super stoked to see what this series is like. Um, that is, that's more than likely going to be my binge for this weekend is to kind of catch up because I think they've released the first three, three episodes, episodes already. Three episodes yeah. already yeah. So I want to catch up on Peacemaker. I, I have heard good things. It looks hilarious. Uh, I, so I am super, super interested to see this like slapstick version of DC come to life. I love a lot of the trailers they've released, like them doing like dance routines and stuff yes. like that. <laughs> I, 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 to be fair, I really want to watch this as well. Yeah. So. Um, I am also looking for, I guess I'm on a DC kick. I am also looking forward to Naomi. Naomi, I think premiered last week, last week Tuesday. Yeah. 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 So it's on the CW. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely want to check it out. I do not have high expectations because it is the CW, but um, <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do love Ava DuVernay and the stuff that she does. So I'm, I'm going to trust her instinct and I'm hoping that we're going to get a good series out of Naomi, but it does look interesting. Um, and of course I definitely want to support anything that involves like a uh, super powered black kid. So I'm super excited to kind of uh, dive into Naomi as well. Before you go any further, did you hear that apparently the CW might be getting sold off? Oh yeah. I have lots of thoughts about that. <laughs> uh, and also apparently there's going to be a spinoff with um, uh, the guy from Arrow Spartan. What's his name? John Diggle, uh-huh. uh, Justice League's type spinoff, like Justice U or something like that. Interesting. Like, and, um, but he will have more of a backseat role, like mentor role or something like that. Yeah. So in other words, they won't make him Green Lantern, I assume. Damn it. Um, I uh, so I my thoughts on the CW uh, being not making any money, uh, just real quick. So before the CW was a CW, we had UPN and we had the WB. Yeah. Uh, both of those networks were home to black led sitcoms like so you had black sitcoms on network tv and you had a big black audience that watched those sitcoms when the networks merged they kept the black series for the first two years of the cw and then they eliminated all of the black shows and kept all of the white shows and come to find out that was a bad move yeah no shit cw that was a bad move (laughs) because you literally got rid of the people that built the network. Like you, mm. you got rid of the audience that stuck with this network. Um, so it is not at all surprising to me that the CW has not made money <laughs> in, for, in its 14 years of existence. Um, but also like, look at some of the things that you kept. You kept Supernatural for how long? You kept Supernatural 
for 15 years 15 years yeah. yeah supernatural started on upn i think no supernatural started on wb and you brought it over the cw it kept it you kept that show when it was fucking awful like it was <sighs> it was awful there there were so many seasons of that show that it was just like why are you doing this you kept pouring money as a network into things that were terrible because you thought you had the audience to back it and now all of that is coming to light and I don't feel sorry for the CW, not one bit. I no. think, yeah, it's kind of like CW is just a show where now it's almost like a joke, really. Like, yeah. you just know stuff's coming on. I mean, you look at Walker, terrible. Yeah. Um, what was that Kung, Kung Fu, terrible? Um, it's, it had so much promise, though. Like, it, I know, it, it I know, just, I know. You're not, you don't give the things, you don't they, give they anything the resources that they need. Like, they basically make everything the same. Yes. Like, they're not, they're not prepared they kind of pull their punches with everything they release. Like I remember I watched um, the 90210 reboot series and literally pretty much from the first ever episode to the final episode, it pretty much carried the entire original cast. It was almost like every time one of them got in like an accident where you thought they were going to die or whatever, then they'd survive. And, and like, I would just say, do you know, why can't they just be brave enough to sometimes just kill someone off? Like, um, I don't know, just kind of, I don't know. They just, they need some new management clearly. Yeah. So. They, they, they basically took a two diverse networks, folded it into one very monotonous network and then wanted to complain that they didn't have the audience to sustain it. Well, you have 12 shows on this network that are full of white people that at some point, like you can't, you can't tell Archie from, you know, half the other characters on Riverdale. Like everybody looks the same. You have no diversity yeah. in your network and and now you want to be upset about it. And it's like, no, you don't you don't get to be upset about it. Like you mm. you did this to yourself and and you took successful shows and and took them off the air. So you made mm. your bed CW and then you kept giving money to terrible, horrible, awful, awful things. <laughs> like <laughs> There was no reason for Supernatural to run as long as it did. No. There, what was that other show? Rain? Rain was oh, four terrible. Seasons oh my God, that show was awful. Yet you spent all of that money on four seasons of, of that show. Like, what are we doing? What, what are also, we doing it's the same, But Also, it's the same thing that a lot of networks make, though. Like, each season is like 20 plus episodes. Like, yes. It doesn't need to be. Nope, like, Rain, it sure Rain, doesn't. But, but Rain could have been four seasons still, but only like 12 episodes per season, but 12 mm. episodes of good, strong episodes. And yeah. Rain was quite a brave show for the CW because it was historical and um, they don't normally do stuff like that. They could have even pushed a bit harder and maybe not gone the same level as Black Sails, but they could have pushed a bit harder into that world. So, yeah. Um, and it would have probably gained a lot more of an audience for the CW. Anyway, why don't you carry on with your TV shows? <laughs> <laughs> Enough about the CW. Um, yeah. Although I still, you know, again, pulling for Naomi. And if it doesn't make it on the CW, hopefully another network will pick it up. Uh, okay, anime that I'm looking forward to this year because I can't do this without giving a nod to anime. There is a series coming out. I believe the first episode premiered already. I have not seen it yet. It is called Tokyo 24th Ward. It is about these kids that develop superpowers that then have to go back and sort of take care of business. Uh, they were friends before. They kind of had a little falling out and then they come back together when shit hits the fan. Um, looks kind of interesting to me. 
it has sort of like a one punch man feel obviously not with like the super overpowered character um but it definitely like the setting and the scenario and the fact that there are like monsters in the city or whatever definitely reminds me of a uh, one punch man but it looks it looks pretty interesting so that's on my list also on my list of anime it looks super sweet it's super cute i have read the first volume of the manga it is called sasuke and miyano it is very cute it is a bl boys love series uh about a senior in high school that develops a crush on a freshman in high school um or i should say the way that they do it in japan a third year develops a crush on a first year um but it just looks really sweet it kind of looks like it would be very similar to horimiya which was one of my favorite anime series of 2021 horimiya was so cute um so yeah i am definitely looking and i think that one already premiered as well the first episode of that has already come out but um so that's the other anime that i'm looking forward to so far in 2022 sasuke and I am um, just Googled just now because I don't know anything about Tokyo 24th Ward, but I actually have to say I didn't know much about it, but Tokyo 24th Ward sounds like a really cool name if just start that on its own. <laughs> uh, I quite like, obviously I'm not going to watch the trailer now, but I quite like the art style. Like, yeah, it looks really cool. Um, and it's it seems like it's definitely going to be like, I don't want to say like a My Hero Academia, but like something like that, where it's like kids fighting battles that are way above their level. Mm-hmm. um so it it definitely looks entertaining at the very least i think it looks really nice so like i would watch that uh right so movies that we're looking forward to oh, movies okay, okay. so mark has three. a lot more than i do <laughs> no I, I, i've written down three like i've written down three but there's actually a few other movies i like the look of too um there's the do you know the one i'm most excited to has actually already come out <laughs> So, Which one? Uh, Scream. Oh yes, <laughs> that actually is the one I'm most looking forward to watching. Yeah. I love Scream. Like yeah. from from. I have heard really good things about this. I one. know, I know. That's why. I'm, that's actually what's got me more excited. Like yeah. all the positive reviews. If I was hearing all negative reviews now, I'd be like, oh. yeah. Um, but I'm really looking forward to watching Scream. Like honestly, I think Scream is going to be so good. So I and and the good reviews. Like what I'm really don't if you've heard anything, please don't ruin it. But like I'm kind of hoping like that there's some ties to like the originals and stuff like that. I'm sure there is gonna be because it's I'm sure it has again. to be. Like 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 yeah. So one thing I did hear, it's not a spoiler, but like uh Jack Quaid was like, Yeah, they gave us fake scripts. And sometimes we would read a script and one person died and then we'd have another script and then that person lived and like there were so many different killers. So like they had the same tactics while they yeah, were filming as, as yeah. the previous film. So I'm sure that there will be plenty of nods to the other yeah. ones. Yeah, no, I, I'm, to be honest, Scream is something I'm really looking forward to watching. I think it's going to be just, yeah, like... I, love I think it'll films. be super nostalgic. Yeah, nostalgic. But, and... like, better than The Matrix. <laughs> it, be- it better be better than Resurrections. Like, I'm going to be much real pissed be- if it's better. not as... Oh, God. Much better than The Matrix. It's got to be. <laughs> I, 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 the one thing I hope, and I don't think she is. I hope they bring Kirby back, but I don't think they have. Like, she's not on that. any of the posters. So, yeah. I mean, she looked pretty dead in four. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there was a chance. Like, well, you like, know, they said that originally they were going to kill Dewey in the first one, and it did not play well with the audiences, and so they, the test audience, and so they decided to kind of reshoot that and make it so that Dewey lived. Yeah, I will so see maybe, happens. maybe, maybe Kirby. I don't know. 
mm-hmm. don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> Scream, I'm really looking forward to Scream. Like, yeah, yeah really much, so much. Uh, two other movies I'm looking forward to are comic book movies from the DC part of the world. So I didn't write, normally Marvel was what I'm most looking forward to, but I think because this next one has been talked about so much. Like, yeah. so, I mean, this literally was called Flashpoint at one point. Now it's just called The Flash. Um, so The Flash, and I've got to be honest, Michael Keaton, uh, coming yeah. back as Batman yeah, like definitely for me that is I want to see that I want to I want to see how this all plays out like Ben Affleck as Batman Michael Keaton as Batman I want to know how this ends what's happening are we completely getting rid of the Snyderverse is it now just going to be whatever DC just feel like doing is it I, I think it's probably DC's way of just being a little bit lazy here and mm. you lot you lot will make your own films and we're not going to worry about it too much now we're not bothered <laughs> about shared universes we're just going to do what you like you know so yeah. um uh, i want to i, I want to watch the movie for many reasons curiosity yeah is a big reason i'm not i, I hope it's good i mean i'm sure michael yeah. keaton is going to be amazing in it I, I i trust michael keaton and i like ezra miller's version of flash mm-hmm. so that that is all i got to go on for that this movie has changed directors so many times it has changed release dates it has changed formats it has changed plot points like there have been so many changes with the flash like it it is impossible to keep up with do you know i'm hoping though because we do know that it's obviously going to go through parallel worlds and stuff like that mm-hmm. that they do have grant gustin grant gustin from the cw in even it's if it's only just... fair because uh, know, ezra miller ezra... was on the flash on cw yeah. I, I if I think if they did bring Grant Gustin Grant Gustin in, it would only be for a cameo. I don't oh, yeah, think they would be. put it. No, it would definitely not be like No Way Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would. They wouldn't be a big chunk of the end. You know, the last twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Or if they did, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, it would be a massive mistake if they don't bring him in. Like huge mistake. Oh, we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't have as much faith in the DC films uh marvel, yeah. anymore well not necessarily as marvel but like not it their films are not what they used to be like the, so I, I especially after the huge huge disappointment that wonder woman 84 was like i think let's be honest dc don't generally make good movies like the christopher <laughs> nolan trilogy was amazing like yeah, but that was all um, christopher nolan's doing because he is yeah. definitely like He's a psychopath <laughs> when it comes to keeping everything like under his wing. Um, the original Batman films of Michael Keaton were good for their time. Yes. Um, oh, I don't think there's been, I think, I mean, maybe the um, Superman films were good. The first couple were good, like in the 70s and 80s and stuff. Um, um, I thought Man of Steel, I mean, a lot of Man people of, hated oh, Man, Man of Steel. Of, no, I liked no, no, Man no. of Steel. I loved Man of Steel. Man of Steel was actually really good. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I did like the Snyder Cut. That came out last year. I did, but you still can't. It's too long. Four-hour movie. It's too. Oh no, no, no. Um, no. They only did that. I think they yeah, only made yeah, a four-hour movie because they went back and did it, and they were like, "Yeah, just do what you want now." Like, yeah. Well, Joss Whedon finally spoke out uh, about all of those allegations. Uh, oh, recently. I haven't had a chance to read that yet. So basically, he put his foot in his mouth, and it, it, his quote-unquote apology boiled down to, "I'm sorry, I got caught." Uh, he he said that like he just he regretted taking this job to do the Justice League is what he said like he didn't really address any of the other things that he was accused of and it's like did you really help your cause because uh, I don't think you did I don't think you did and then he got really petty about it and he was like 
well, I think Ray Fisher is a bad actor in all of this, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> okay, so now let's insult people because, <laughs> because you have been put under a microscope. That's a, that's a great way to do it. He's fighting his corner, I guess. So, aye, aye, aye. Um, defensism is normally the first thing you do when you know you're in the wrong. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you could have just said, sorry. I'm sorry for my behavior, but no, he said, nah, I regret doing, I regret taking this job. There's many people that apologize, like, or sorry, there's many people that struggle to apologize. Like, yeah, uh, being sorry and genuinely meaning it is something that a lot of people struggle with. Oh yeah. People so, that are narcissists can't possibly apologize. Like they can't, they, uh, they don't think they have anything to be sorry for. So, yeah. so anyway, I'm looking forward to the flash, yes. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, whether whether it's good or not, I really want to see it. It's been talked about so much. I want to see it. Anyway, next one I want to see, and I do think this does look good. And I'm a little disappointed in a way that it. I I, I like the shared universe thing I, that Marvel would do. Mm-hmm. I would much rather DC just plus I don't know found another Kevin Feige or whatever it is, and kind of whether that is Zack Snyder, like and built a shared universe that was cohesive and yeah. well run and and you know not a mess anyway um <laughs> i am looking forward to robert patterson's the batman i actually think it is good i know a lot of people were worried about robert patterson because of his twilight days but those people have not seen anything else that he's been in and actually mm-hmm. like um he was in um tenant wasn't he was it tenant yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenet. And he was really good in that. I thought, I, I think that might be the only thing I've seen him in. Oh, no. Uh, no, saw, he was in that horrible uh, Tom that, that Holland horrible. movie. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he was in that awful film that we saw last year. Yeah. But he still... Was very different than yeah, uh, very Edward different Cullen. Than Twilight. Yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't... Which proves that he is a good actor. Like, Well, I mean, so he was Cedric Diggory. Come on, that was like everybody's first introduction to you, Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, no, I know, in Harry Potter, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I think that a lot of people's minds are so... rightfully so like everybody was scarred by fucking vampires that twinkle like who wants twinkling vampires like i don't know know nobody asked for that i don't know why she ever thought that was a good move like jeez the (laughs) the twin i i i'll have to be honest i didn't hate those movies (laughs) like but the twinkly vampires is a bit Yeah, yeah exactly anyway come back to it the batman i think the trainers look so good yeah like, you were actually, really like disappointed that i was not on that train like, like it, i'm a huge like batman a fan but like this like a horror film i i don't think it'll a... be bad uh but i am not excited about it the first time i actually saw a trailer like uh, i never watched any of the online trailers but the first time i saw one was when i was in the theater for no way home Anyway, I think it looks good. So there's a few other <laughs> movies coming out this year I'm looking forward to too, uh, like the one that you're about to mention. Oh, the one that I'm about to mention, very obvious here, <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse, part one. I am so stoked about this movie. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse was, it came out the same year as Black Panther, which was not fair. Um and but I had to say, like, as much as I love Black Panther, Into the Spider-Verse definitely edged it out for my favorite film of that year. Um, I am so excited to see more of Miles Morales and all of the other spider people that we have met so far. Um, super excited to see who else we meet when all of these universes, multiverses, whatever merge. 
Um, so I am super stoked. Plus the animation is so, so good in, in the, in this series. Like I am super stoked to see what other kind of awesome concepts they come up with. Plus the soundtrack for the first film was so banging. That was the first time I literally like bought the soundtrack for Into the Spider-Verse as I left the theater on my phone. Like I was on my phone buying the soundtrack before I got to my car. Like that is how much I love the music that they put in the first film. So I am super excited to see them bring all of that together again, because I thought that their use of the music in the film was also really, really good. Like the scene when Miles finally like takes that leap of faith that Peter B. Parker had been telling him about the way that what's up danger plays in the background while he's swinging through this oh my god i love what's up danger brilliant it is so brilliant so i am super super excited to see where that team takes this second film that's what i'm what's up dangerous do you know i will listen to what's up danger probably like once a week at the minute oh yeah that that i play that soundtrack all the time like all the time is my go-to soundtrack if i'm on a long car ride it's a good soundtrack like 100 percent. fantastic um is that your only movie that is the movie that i'm looking forward to this year (laughs) okay why why do you make that face like not even looking forward to scream i mean i am excited about scream but i am like over the moon about across the spider-verse okay okay okay. so um all right we both put down one game each um I'm not sure what to do when this comes out. Like, I'm actually considering whether to put the day off work. Uh, yes, do it. <laughs> um, Horizon Forbidden West is coming out on the 18th of February, 2022. Like, it is going to come out in four weeks' time. I, Look at I, you, you're so excited. I, honestly, <laughs> do you know what? Like, Horizon Zero Dawn, honestly, one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. Like, it literally is so good. Um you know i only recently got the additional part of it you know the yeah the dlc the dlc i only recently got that i haven't actually played that to be honest that much what like, was it wild like, something of the wilds yeah frozen wilds or frozen something. wilds there we go yeah but i got it so much late i've already like played the game and yeah I've, i mean i haven't done all the side missions i'll be honest i could probably be there for years like it's one of those games that never ends um, i put oh, i think 100 hours into it I think, yeah, I'll probably put something like that in. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, I'm a little bit like I'm kind of done now, but uh, the Frozen Wilds thing didn't really interest me too much. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this sequel. Like that yeah. that trailer that we both saw. Like oh, yeah, it looks so ten, good. That 10-minute trailer looks amazing. So Yeah, I'm really um, glad that they're releasing it on PS4 as well um, oh, because I, I definitely want to play it. And I definitely don't have a PS5. I definitely don't have a PS5 either. <laughs> like, I definitely have no intention of buying a PS5 for a life of another three years or something. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not dropping like 700 pounds or whatever on a secondhand PS5 from somebody no. on eBay or whatever. No. Like, you can't even get them new. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. Like, every time somebody restocks them, they go out like that. I mean, like, nobody can keep them in stock. Even knew they're like five hundred quid or something. I'm not. Oh yeah, that. yeah. I'm not paying, like I'm just not doing it. So you can somebody can buy me one, but like I am not <laughs> buying it myself. Um, but anyway, I am really looking forward to this on the PS4. I think it's going to be really good. Oh like, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, mm. But since you picked that one, that is why I picked what I picked. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, this is also a PS game. Um, even though I tend to favor 
Xbox. I am very much looking forward to God of War Ragnarok, which is the follow-up to the God of War that came out a few years ago, one game of the year. Oh my God, that game was so much fun to play. Playing with the oh, the blades of chaos and oh my God, the throwing of the axe and the axe. But like, I literally had so much fun killing people in uh, God of War that it was just like, they have uh, in the first game, they had like these realms that you could go to. And there was literally one realm where all you did was fight waves and waves and waves and waves of like enemies. And it was just like, oh man, I, I'm, I'm really feeling it today. So I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see where we go with this next game. Like I'm super excited because like when they introduced Loki at the end of the first one, it was like, that is the scariest Loki that I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see where we go from here. So yeah, God of War, Ragnarok is what I'm looking forward to. I, I did play a little bit of the last one. It didn't really do it too, too much for me. Visual, <laughs> visually, though, it is amazing. I'll oh, be honest, I didn't, I, didn't carry on, I didn't play it that long, maybe like half an hour or something. And I was a bit like, I don't know, kind of felt a bit samey to me. What? Like what? I just felt like you just moved to a different point. You're throwing the axe, then move to another different point, throwing the axe. Yeah, like... but that was like half. The... So the puzzle aspect of it is is what makes it so fun to me because it almost feels like Uncharted, but with worse monsters. Um, I love the puzzle part. Um, Maybe I didn't do enough puzzles because there wasn't really that many. Yeah. That also, I played on easy mode because holy shit, I started that game on normal and I was like, yeah, this is this is not going to work <laughs> for me. Let me just go ahead and change this to easy. And even with easy mode, it was still a struggle like through some oh, yeah. of those battles. Oh, man. That first boss you have to fight right at the very beginning of the game. I was like, this is flipping tough. Yes. Yeah. I probably, and I play, and you I fight him over and too. over and over again as the game yeah, progresses. I, I think I played on normal as well, actually. But anyway, um, maybe I'll go back at some point. Like, if you I... already have it, I mean, I yeah. would, I would suggest I it. giving yeah, it another yeah, yeah. play. Plus, I really like the story. Like, I, I, I really kind of like the the father son story that they're mm-hmm. telling in that one. Uh, it was really funny. Somebody else was talking about God of War, and they mentioned Atreus. And now, Atreus is Kratos's son's name, but the ent- most of that game. And by most, I mean like 99.9% of the game. Kratos calls that kid boy. Yeah. And so for the longest time, I forgot that the kid even had a damn name. <laughs> and when somebody was like, oh yeah, like when Atreus was doing blah, blah, blah. I was like, who the hell is Atreus? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? His name is boy. Um, yeah, God of War. Come on. Uh, the one thing from God of War, though, the voice actor for uh, the main character. Oh, yeah, from War. Stargate SG-1. Yeah, Stargate SG-1. Yeah, yeah. The guy, oh, I've forgotten his name now. But anyway, yeah, like it was, I could hear his voice clear as clear yeah. as day, you know. I was like, oh, it's, it's the guy from SG-1. Oh, the Jafar. The Jaf- no, is it Jafar? Oh, um, anyway, uh, Teok. Teok, that's it. Um, obviously, I was a big SG-1 Stargate, <laughs> Stargate fan. Yeah. Um, anyway, I love it. I still vote you give it another you. shot. That's that's my suggestion. Try it again on easy mode. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, before we move on, obviously, if you are on YouTube, please drop the comments below. Let us know what your yeah. most anticipated TV, comics, movies, games of this year coming up are, yep. and, um, and we'll let you know if you're wrong. So yes, we'd like, be happy to. We'd be <laughs> no, happy to tell you how wrong you are. Or, or agree with you in yeah. like <laughs> most cases. I like a lot more than Jasmine does. Um, so, 
<laughs> maybe I'm just. Easy. I have very discerning tastes. Okay. Maybe I'm just. To be honest with you, though, I am. My taste <laughs> is changing like a lot. Like, um, anyway. So on our next episode, we will be reviewing my most anticipated movie of the year, Scream Five. Oh yeah, super like, stoked. I'm really looking forward to it. So um, anyway, you can follow us everywhere on social media. We are Geeks Unleashed, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast: Google, Podbean, Apple, Spotify. Mm. We are everywhere. So please give us a five-star review and tell your geeky friends. Thank you for listening and have a good week. Good journey. Good journey indeed. <laughs>